Thank you for joining us this Wednesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called, Jesus is Coming Again. Do you believe that Jesus is coming again? I want to read from the book of John, chapter 14, and I'll begin reading with verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. May the Lord add a blessing to his word. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're coming again. And we thank you, Lord, for your word. Your word tells us that not to let our hearts be troubled and that we need to place our trust in you. And Lord, the fact that you go to prepare a place for us, for each and every one of us that are called Christian today, that's the hope we have of eternity, eternity with you. And Lord, we just ask that you be with us as we learn from your word today. Give me the words and the wisdom. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's look at this scripture a little bit. Uh, I want to focus on John chapter 14, verse 3. He says, I will come back and take you with me. Now the word come back is a verb phrase, a little bit of English language today. It means to return or to come again. You know, I often think of things like the Frisbee in Australia when they throw this certain type of boomerang out uh, it will go and it will come back and it can catch it. Or I think of a game that you play, that you throw it and uh, it bounces back and you try to catch it in this little cup of the ball on the string. But I think about this, this is greater than anything like that because Jesus is coming again. Do you believe that today? Verse 1 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled, but trust in God. It says, trust also in me, that is Jesus Christ. But we know God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are three in one. So we know that if we place our trust in God, we're trusting in Jesus Christ also. But he talks about his Father's house. He says it has many rooms. I think of the translation here. He, he tells them that he's going to prepare a place for you, for me, for each one of us that are called by God. He says, if I go to prepare a place, I will surely come back. He said he would return. He sent the Holy Spirit to come, the Comforter, to guide us. He wouldn't leave us by our own. But he allowed the fact that he says here in the scripture that he is coming again. He's going to come for his church. This is in John chapter 14. Jesus Christ told us to be his witnesses today. We are his witnesses when we share our faith with someone, when we testify, when we tell people about Jesus Christ, what he, what he has done in and through our life, how he turned our life around, our testimony. We are to be witnesses when we work for Jesus. We don't necessarily look at his work 
but in a term for today's term, we would say work, our ministry, our call. Like I said before, not everybody is going to be a pastor. Not everybody is going to be a missionary. Not everybody is going to be this or that. But each one of us have a call in the kingdom of God. Each one of us has a calling, a task. But we're called to tell other people that they may know about Jesus. We can tell them, do not let your hearts be troubled. Even in the world we live today, like I talked about yesterday, you know, the tragedy of the Chinese airplane that crashed for unknown reasons, uh, the tragedies that are happening in Ukraine with the war, uh, even in Russia, people losing their sons to the battle. And the world stands on the verge of, of whether to get involved or not. But it tells us, do not let your hearts be troubled, but place your trust in God and your trust in Christ today. The Holy Spirit helps us to be witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts, even Jerusalem, but the uttermost parts for us today. We must be witnesses until the day that Jesus returns because he is coming again. He made that promise. That coming again, we know it is the second coming. He came the first time to redeem the world. He's coming the second time to take his church with him. The second coming will be sudden. And I don't want to get into all the pre, post, and uh, millennium or, or raptures and all that. I don't want to get into that today. But he is coming. He will come like a thief in the night. But he will come and it'll be quick, it'll be over. The second coming is important for each and every one of us today. Jesus Christ, in his second coming, there will be a judgment. He will bring the judgment of God on all people. All people will be judged by God. It says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But once we're gone, we can't change that. No matter what people say, when we leave this world, we're either going to be with Christ or we're going to be uh, in hell. We'll be in heaven or hell. There is a judgment. All the people will be judged by God. Christians will then live with God in heaven forever and ever and ever. Just as the writer told us here, he prepares a place for us and he will come again to take us with him. But the sad thing is that sinners will have to live in hell forever, in eternal punishment. But there's still hope. There's hope. Jesus said, I will come back and I will take you with me in John 14, 3. There isn't a person on earth that will know the time or the place that Jesus will come again. The Bible tells us in Matthew 24, 44, the Son of Man will come at a time when you do not expect him. Many, many years ago, I remember in America, I was working and I would work at night sometimes. And I used to listen to the radio on my way home. I had about an hour's drive. And I would listen to Christian radio. And there used to be this 
pastor on there and he would always talk about the Lord's coming again. But then he got to starting to predict the end was near and he was predicting a such and such a date on such and such a time. And people followed him. There were lots and thousands of people that followed this person. This is way before podcast. And he was talking about, I can't even remember his name, but he was talking about on such and such a date at such and such a time, the Lord was coming. People sold their homes, their cars. They gave up all their earthly possessions and they awaited for this date. I remember driving home and I'm thinking, you know, he's supposed to come according to this man at this time. And I'm driving home and I'm looking at the clock on the radio in the car. And I said, wow, it's, it's getting close to this time this man predicted. And I said, the scripture tells us in Matthew chapter 24, 44, that the Son of Man will come at a time when you do not know. No person knows when Jesus Christ will come again. Well, when God tells him to go, he's coming. He will come for his church. We can't predict the time. There are many, many people that predict, prophesy, or, or predict dates, saying the Lord will come again. But Scripture clearly says he's coming again. But it does not give a time. Even in Revelation, it says there'll be rumors of war and all kinds of pestilence and these kinds of things and evil things happening. But the time is not yet. And even the prophecies that are found in the book of Revelation, you know, I don't understand all of them. And some of them I just briefly uh, understand a little bit. But as I've read books about it, you know, even those that have written are not sure what those prophecies mean. Not all of them. No one can comprehend. But they were written for a purpose to tell us that there is an end time. There is going to be a time when the Lord is going to descend. It's going to be a heaven. There's going to be a hell. And where are you going today? Is Jesus, do you believe Jesus is coming again? That's the purpose of this message, to remind us. We must ask Jesus today to be our Savior if we don't know him. We must live for him each and every day. We must obey him. And then we must be ready because he will return one day for us. Are you ready for Jesus to come back today? Is Jesus your savior today? Do you live each day for him? Do you obey him today? Are you waiting for his return? Some people will die before the second coming of Christ. Believers will go to heaven and sinners will go to hell. Are you ready for heaven today? The Bible says in Matthew 24, 42, so always be ready because you do not know the day your Lord will come. Are you ready today?
you can be ready for the second coming. You can be ready today. All we have to do is ask Jesus to save us if we're not Christian. If we're Christians and we've stepped away or we've lived our life the way that we think a Christian should live. Today he wants to be your savior. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your redeemer. He wants to prepare a place for you in heaven because he surely is coming back. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you are coming again. We thank you that you remind us not to let our hearts be troubled. Lord, we live in a world today that's so chaotic, so out of sorts. There's so much violence going on in the world. But all is not lost. There's still hope. But we must not let our hearts be troubled even when we see the situations because the word tells us in John chapter 14 that we place our trust in you. We have that hope today. We have those promises written on the pages of the Bible. All we have to do is open it and read it. We can claim these promises. And one day you will say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. because we know that you're coming again. We pray for those, Lord, that don't know you as their personal savior, because today can be that day. We don't want to wait another minute, another hour, another day, say, I'll be good enough, I can do it, or I'm not ready, I want to live life. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next minute. The stark reality of life is life is like a vapor, as the scripture says, here today and gone. Just like vapor from when water boils and you see the vapor come up, you see it for a short time and it's gone. Some people live 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100 years. But life is still like a vapor, according to God, according to the time frame. One day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day to God. But life is short. So I pray that if you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, today can be that day. Repent. Confess your sins, and God will forgive you. God will redeem you. God will help our hearts to be calm when trouble is around because we can place our trust in God today. We can place our trust in Jesus. We can place our trust in the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit today. Just like the writer says, Jesus is coming again in Matthew 14:3. I will come and I will take you to be with me. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon his face, the one who saves me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and he leads me to the promised land.
what a day, glorious day, that will be. <clears throat> what a day, glorious day, that will be. Amazing. Praise the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on this Wednesday podcast, and we look forward to joining you on Thursday with a message of hope and encouragement. So I'm thankful that I can bring forth this message that Jesus is coming again, and that we have the hope of eternity with him. God bless. Have a good day. Pastor Doug.